0: Welcome to the Soul Craft Your Life podcast. My name is Carmen Marshall, and I'm a life design and manifestation expert, a seven figure entrepreneur, wellness educator, and a dance teacher. And I'm passionate about helping you create a magical and fulfilling life. Whether you want to discover your purpose, learn how to attract financial abundance, or create more health, balance, joy, and connection in your life, the Soul Craft Your Life podcast has got you covered. One part strategy and one part soul. Each week we explore both the practical and the spiritual with intriguing experts and fascinating human beings, all sharing their wisdom to help expand what we think is possible for our own lives. The goal, to help you create a life you love on your own terms, that stems from your soul. Let's dive in and discover what this life has to offer each of us. Hello gorgeous souls, Carmen Marshall here and welcome to episode 19, Manifesting in Relationships. So I just finished Create Your Dream Year 2023, which is my five day online program to help you with goal manifesting. And this was one of the questions that kept coming up in so many different formats. So I thought I'd actually address it on the podcast because I'm sure this is something that most people wonder or have wondered. So the question in the different ways that it was posed was, can I manifest for somebody else? And what if my family, my partner, my kids don't have the same goals as me, or they just don't want to devote the time or energy into creating or manifesting the same thing? Or another version was, what if my partner and I are on different pages and he or she isn't doing personal development work or manifestation work, or maybe they don't even believe in manifestation. So how can I manifest the relationship that I want with any of these type of questions going on in my mind? So the one thing that we have to start with is we can't manifest for anybody else because of free will. Can you imagine if you were just going along in your own life and someone else manifested for you? (laughs) That would not be good because they might want to manifest something for us that we don't want. So we cannot manifest for anybody else because of free will. But we can positively influence them by how we're being and how we're showing up in the world with our own mindset and our own actions, because everything is about frequency, energy, and vibration. And Let me say that again. We live in a universe. We are vibrational beings. Everything is frequency, energy, and vibration. So how we show up in the world, we can actually positively influence people around us. Now with kids, it's a little bit different because if you're a parent, you can actually teach your children manifestation principles, but with an adult in a relationship or an adult in your family, unless they want to learn about manifestation, it's not like you can teach it to them because we don't want to be these preachy people, you know, trying to foist our opinions on other people. But with children... Let's say, of course, you can't manifest them getting 100% on their school exams, but you can teach them how to study and you can teach them how to manifest. And I wish I had been taught to manifest when I was a kid. So yes, we can teach our children, but then of course, with adults, we can't really teach them. The only thing that we can do is we can show up and then by how we are being and how we're showing up in the world, it can influence them positively not by preaching, but by leading by example, especially with our frequency, our energy, and our vibration. So I'm going to go through seven tips that can help you create the kind of relationship you want, even if it doesn't feel like your partner, your family member, or your kids are on the same page. But I do want to have a caveat. If you are in a toxic relationship, these tips aren't going to work because if you're in a toxic relationship, These tips are going to be coming more from who you are. And if you're in a toxic relationship, let's say they're a narcissist or it's just toxic, it's not going to work. So I really encourage you, if you feel like you might be in that type of situation, get help, talk to somebody, get therapy. I've been in a toxic relationship and I know what it's like. You can try as hard as you want to, and it's not going to shift it. So again, the caveat, everything that I'm going to teach you with these seven tips if you're in a toxic relationship, it's not going to work. So just kind of go deep and just ask yourself. And then if you do need to get help, get therapy, please move down that direction. All right. So the seven tips on how to create the relationship you want, even if it doesn't feel like your partner or family or kids are on the same page. So number one, and this is for all manifestation, which is one of my biggest loves, as as you know, is to get clear on what you want your relationship to be. So any time that we want to create the life we want, the relationship we want, the business that we want, we have to get clear. Because otherwise, if you have these conflicting beliefs within you, it's very hard to manifest. And it's not because the universe can't understand you, it's you. If you've got this belief in you that I want to be close to my partner, but I'm also scared that if I get close to them, they'll see too much into my vulnerability, too many of my flaws, that's going to be a conflict. You want closeness but you also desire to not maybe show your real self because they may reject you. Or another conflicting belief might be, I want to commit to this relationship, but I don't want to make a mistake. So you can feel how there's this push and pull in you, and it's very difficult to manifest if you're warring against yourself. So what you want to do is get clear on what you want without apology. Okay, we all are here for our own life, And just like we can't manifest for somebody else, we also don't want to live our life for somebody else. And you want to get really clear on what you want. So some examples for me that might help you. I knew when I started looking for a serious partner, I wanted monogamy. And I also knew that I wanted to have a really close connected relationship. So I wanted to feel like I had a best friend and I wanted to really be connected in terms like emotionally being able to talk things through, et cetera. And I also wanted to feel like we both wanted to keep growing and expanding. And and I also wanted adventure, travel and adventure and and whatnot. So I got really clear on what I wanted. Now, if you're in a relationship right now and, and that's the issue, you're like, you know, I don't know if my partner wants the same thing. For right now, just stay with me and get clear on what you want. And I'm going to help you with this because just by getting clear and the following six things that I'm going to take you through it can shift entirely how your relationship is, even if you feel like your partner might not want the same things as you want right now. And I'll show you how to do that. Again, if it's a toxic relationship, that's completely different. But for this purpose, even if your partner doesn't have the same interests as you and you think you might be on the different page, this will still work. So I'm going to give you an example. In the course that I just did, One of my students put together a little paragraph on what she wanted, and I wanted to read it. She's given me permission to. It's so beautiful. It's very simple. We love, trust, and respect each other. We dream big, and we never give up. We're fun, we love to travel, explore, and we're adventurous. I'm a supportive mom that nurtures strong character and useful, soft skills for my children. I'm a loving and inspiring wife that grows together with my partner. So really beautiful because she's getting clear how she wants her relationship to be, but she's also taking ownership of how she is in that relationship. So I'm going to circle back to her paragraph a little bit later, but that's a great example of just getting clear of what you want in your relationship without apology and making sure it's what you want. Number two, you want to focus on what you want rather than what you don't want, especially With how you talk to yourself and how you talk to others about your partner. And I'll give you an example. So this would be focusing on what you don't want. My partner just doesn't get it. We argue all the time. So that could be very common that you think it to yourself and you might be talking about that to your girlfriends, you know, et cetera, your parents, you know, somebody else. Now, what does that equal? Because you're focusing on what you don't want. You're looking at that hole, that pothole on the road when you're on your bike, where do you think you're going to end up? You're going to end up in that pothole. It equals even less understanding and more fighting because you're focusing on what you don't want. Instead, we want to focus on what we do want. So let me give you an example. Even though my partner and I are different, so you're still being extremely truthful, I love the differences and we choose to work things out. Doesn't that feel completely different? Then my partner just doesn't get it. We argue all the time. Two, even though my partner and I are different, I love the differences and we choose to work things out. And what does that equal? More love, more appreciation, more understanding, more compassion, and less conflict. So number two, again, is focus on what you want rather than what you don't want. It's very easy to say, I don't want this in my job. I don't want this in my partner. I don't want this in my life. Instead, just rephrase it to what you do want. It gives it so much more power. You're so much more resourceful. You can feel the energy shift when you actually focus on what you want. Number three, figure out how you want to feel in the relationship so that you're not stuck on how it looks or how it comes to you, how it's actually created. So you want to focus on what you want to feel and not worry about how that feeling is actually created. You can leave that to the universe. You can leave that to your subconscious. You just want to figure out what you want and why. We're going to leave it to the universe to figure out the how. For example, in this sentence, I want to see if you can spot where you focus on what you want to feel rather than how it's created. So here I go. I'm a loving and inspiring wife that grows together with my partner and we pick the same hobbies. So I'm a loving and inspiring wife that grows together with my partner. That's wonderful. But the part where you say, and we pick the same hobbies, is too attached on how it comes. So it's actually not focused on what you want to feel. So imagine what you want to feel when, if you were to say that. Probably what you want to feel is you want to feel connected. You want to feel in love. You want to feel expansive in the relationship. And you think that by picking the same hobbies, that will help you feel that. In fact, there's a myriad of things that you could pick that would actually make you feel that way. So a better way to phrase it would be, I'm a loving and inspiring wife that grows together with my partner, and we find so many unique ways and activities to feel connected in, in love, and to expand in our relationship. Hi, lovely soul. It's Carmen here, and I'm interrupting this episode to tell you about my brand new free manifesting guide. So, do you feel a little stuck when it comes to manifesting? Maybe you've been dabbling in this world of manifestation, but it's just not flowing. Or maybe you're just an inch away from your dreams, but you can't seem to break through. Or perhaps you're brand new to manifestation and you're 100% ready to tap into your superpowers, but you're not quite sure how to get started. You are not alone. We all have our moments of doubt. And here's the truth we all encounter a few sneaky reasons that can slow us down. And so I've just created a brand new guide and it's called the seven sneaky reasons you're not manifesting. And more importantly, what you can do about them. I talk about common manifestation hiccups, practical steps to reawaken your manifestation mojo and start turning your dreams into reality now. So to get you started or back into your manifestation flow, Go to CarmenMarshall.com forward slash seven, like the number, sneaky, S-N-E-A-K-Y. So again, forward slash seven, sneaky. And I'll put it in the show notes too. Drop in your email and I'll send you the free guide straight to your inbox. Okay, let's get back to the podcast. So we find so many unique ways and activities to feel connected, in love, and to expand our relationship. And that just broadens the net. So the universe can find so many different ways. It's not limiting you to the same hobbies because it's not just same hobbies that is going to help you feel connected. It could be a myriad of things. So again, all you want to focus on is how you want to feel and don't so much worry about the how. Focus on the feeling that you want. Number four, focus on how you would act or be if you had the things you wanted in your relationship. So if you had connection, if you had understanding, compassion, growth, kindness, how would you be or act? So imagine right now you've gotten really clear on what you want in your relationship and how you want to feel. And imagine you have that. You know, for me, it was, okay, a monogamous relationship where we can talk through anything. Like we're going to be in our 120 years old and we're still talking. (laughs) Like so enjoy talking to each other. We're living around the world. We're growing our businesses together. We're living in different countries. We have a sense of adventure. You know, I feel really fulfilled, expansive, connected, adventurous. That's how I want to feel. When you focus on that, you can literally start feeling as if you already have it. And that's what you want to focus on. Because when we show up as if we already have the thing that we want, our energy, our frequency, and our vibration is completely different. And it impacts the person around us probably even as you were listening to me you could feel like how good that makes me feel so when you say that to yourself as well you're going to be feeling that energy as if you already have it and that impacts the person around you just like when someone is excited when they're kind when they're compassionate and the reverse when someone is in a bad mood like when our partners in a bad mood when our partner is feeling depressed that affects us as well now of course there are days we're going to feel down and we have to always be authentic but i'm talking about big picture If you act as if, so you faith it till you make it, so it's nothing fake about it, you faith it till you make it, you change your energy, your vibration, your frequency, and that changes everything around you. And this goes back to the old adage, when we want to change out in the world, it has to first come in ourselves. And so this is the way that we do it. Now, again, in a toxic relationship, this is not going to work. You can be as kind, as compassionate, as giving, as generous. In a toxic relationship, and that's not going to shift it if it truly is a toxic relationship. Okay, so again, just to really, I don't want to set you down this road where you're trying as hard as you can in a relationship that isn't going to work. So just be really honest with yourself with that too. So, number five, have the tough and the honest conversations that you need to. So, as you're going along, when you're thinking about what I want and you're showing up as if you already have it and you're getting really clear, all of these things. You may notice that you need to have some conversations. So you might notice that, okay, we're really on different wavelengths about how we're handling even let's say the jobs or the tasks in your household, or maybe we're on on different pages with how we're handling our business together, or the amount of dates that we have, or the amount of time that we have together. What you want to do is you want to have those honest and sometimes really tough conversations. But you don't want to attack the person or do it when you feel defensive or you're upset. You want to set a time. So something you might say to your partner is, hey, I'd love to sit down when we both have a little bit of time and just talk about a relationship. Do you have any time tonight or tomorrow or the next day where we can just sit down and talk together? So nothing that would make the person think, oh my God, what are they going to talk about? And they get on the defensive, just really nicely set it up. Because you want this container where both people can feel relaxed, not on the defensive, where you're just talking about your relationship. And then, of course, you always want to talk about the good things. And then, then you can bring up, I'd love to know, how do you feel about the amount of time we spend together outside of our work and outside of our business? You know, and then just start a conversation about that. This is so important because truth is always best. I've always found this, like, especially in our partnerships. If we're not truthful, and of course we can speak our truth with grace and love, but if we're not truthful, we end up stepping over things and we end up not feeling happy. The other person isn't happy as well. If one person isn't happy in a relationship, it affects the other one just as much. And I have found this mantra so helpful for me. What is good for one person is always the best for the other person too. Again, toxic relationships aside, (laughs) but truth is always the best thing. It's not always easy. And sometimes obviously there's repercussions and you have to talk things through, but it's always the best thing. I remember I had a relationship for four months after I got out of my toxic relationships years ago. I then had a relationship for four months and it was we didn't end up staying together, but it was such a good relationship because it really helped me practice speaking my truth. And we were super honest with each other. We eventually agreed that it just wasn't the right relationship for us, but it was such a beautiful container to speak my truth. And then that helped me with my relationship with Peter, which was my next relationship. And being able to have this container where I could see how speaking your truth was so good. And even though it could be hard, we don't want to be in a relationship, especially because relationship with that partner or that person we spend the most time with, we don't want it to be based on things that we're hiding or we're not speaking up about. All right. So have the tough and the honest conversations that you need to have. Number six. It's okay if people vibrate out of your life. Now, I am always going to be the one that says, stay in a relationship unless Mm -hmm. it's toxic, you know, work on it. I'm all about long-term relationships. I'm all about, there's going to be ups and downs. There's things that you have to work through. That's just being in a relationship. But if you have tried everything, you know, and you've really given this your best go and you really feel, okay, this is not aligned, we're on completely different pages, maybe even we've got therapy, you've know, you done everything that you know you can, it's okay if people vibrate out of your life. And this has helped me time and time again in shorter term relationships, longer term relationships, after, and again, I'm always going to put up my hand up for trying. But if you feel like this is just not aligned, it's okay if people vibrate out of your life. And it's good where we come to that place where like, okay, it's okay. I'm not a failure if we are not aligned. Number seven, and this is similar to number four, but I really wanted to just say it in a different way because it's so important. Never underestimate the power of your being the version of you who already has the kind of relationship that you want. Connected, adventurous, kind, compassionate, interested in life, curious, interested in growth. Because by you being that energy, that vibration, and that frequency, you impact everyone around you, and you start forces in motion. It's absolutely incredible. Your identity, the person you walk around being, is the most important thing. So let's review all seven of these really quickly. Even before the seven, we cannot manifest for anybody else because of free will, but we can positively influence Everyone around us, and we can positively influence the world by our frequency, our vibration, our energy. Number one, get really clear on how you want your relationship to be without apology. Number two, focus on what you want rather than on what you don't want. Number three, figure out how you want to feel in the relationship so you're not stuck on how that feeling is created, you're not stuck on the how. Number four, Focus on how you would act or be as if you already have the relationship that you want. Number five, have the tough and honest conversations that you need to have. Number six, it's okay if people vibrate out of your life, and that goes for friendships as well. And number seven, never underestimate the power of your being, the version of you that already has the kind of relationship that you want. All right. I hope that's helped you with manifesting in your relationships. As always, comment below the podcast, comment on my website, send me a DM. I love to answer further questions. I will see you on the next episode and have a beautiful day, evening, wherever you are in the world and keep manifesting, keep creating a business and a life that you adore. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It really helps me to get the podcast out there to support more people just like you to create soulful lives. And as a thank you, I'd love to send you my 20 personal affirmations for manifesting an aligned, magical, and fulfilling life. To access this freebie, simply send a screenshot of your review to soulcraft.com at CarmenMarshall.com, and I'll send you my favorite affirmations and mantras straight to your inbox. All my love, and I'll see you on the next episode.